here's, here's what happens with digital marketing, right? A lot of times the ads work. The, all the ads job is to do is get them to a landing page or get them to your yeah. website. Yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. the website's job to convert them, right? And so a lot of times yeah. we'll go in and we'll look at their, their digital marketing and they're like, oh, the, your, your CPC is low, you're getting lots of visitors, you're getting traction, but once they get to your website, they're coming off. That means it's not the digital marketing, it's the website. Welcome to the Clear Brand Academy podcast, where we take the mystery out of marketing and help you get more leads and sales with a clear brand and proven marketing tactics. I'm your host, Josh Ramsey, and today on the show, we have Jack Christensen, Jack started as a marketing freelancer in June of 2021, and as of December 2022, he has grown a web development and marketing agency operating in two countries with 26 full-time employees. Before starting this, he was homeless and forced to move to Mexico to save money. Welcome to the show, Jack. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. I'm excited to uh, talk about some marketing and uh, things for your show. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, we, we can't go anywhere until we give a bit of airtime to that last line of your intro. That is a, you know, I always think I was I was chatting with, um, let's let's say a more mature person in their 80s the other day. And I said, you know, what did you do with your life? And I was like, oh, I was a nurse. And then I was a secretary. And then I had a family. And now I'm here. And it's, you know, that that's what comes to mind with this kind of line. So many experiences, so much context there. Do you want to give us the 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 kind of high level of, of of why that's important to keep in your show notes i think that's that's a nice angle to take on it sure um so as you stated i was i had to come to mexico i mean i didn't have to but i thought that that was my best choice to um to make it right so i was um, at the time i was homeless um and you know it's cheaper living here than it is in the u.s and so mm-hmm. um, i had a skill set um, and so I had just enough money and actually my girlfriend at the time actually helped me buy a computer, but I had just enough money between her and I to buy a computer. And I had a skill set of web development and some logo design, um, mm. that I knew if I applied myself, I could find clients and, um, work. But when I start, you know, you can't really make very much money when you start. So I figure I need to be somewhere where rent's cheaper and things like that because I couldn't afford to live in the U S and so, yeah. um, so yeah, I came down to Mexico. Um, I had been living homeless for about three months at that time, but I, I did have a car. So it wasn't, I was homeless on the street. I had a car, so I was able to sleep in, in the car and things like that. Um, and I came to Mexico and I first, when I first started this, I was um, just a freelancer on Upwork. I think I did my first logo, actually not a think, I know, did my first logo. He's still a client to this day for Endgame wow. Box and Fit. Um, I paid him, he paid me, I think $5 for, um, his first logo. He's now, he's done a couple reiterations, but if you look at Endgame boxing and fitness, that logo was one that I personally did not one of my employees. Um, but yeah, so that's where, that's where it all started, man. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's a great, that's a great story. It's a great reminder to any of you out there that are in uh, in a version of that and a version of looking reality, cold, hard reality in the face and uh, having to having to kind of take a swing and go for it and just get up again uh, i've got a two-year-old daughter and every time she falls down which is incredibly frequently <laughs> um you know what do we do when we fall down we get up and we try again so congrats for getting up and try again trying again congrats for supporting 26 families out there you know we at clear brand believe that entrepreneurs change the world but what we are here to talk about is those initial skills that you had with um, that laptop that got you 
a client and now a, a big business. So yeah, I think what is it like to be now in the position where you've got 26 employees? Can you, if you had three, if you had to nail down three things that, that you think helped you grow this business to where it's at now, don't have to stay at three, but some kind of simple framework or some kind of simple takeaway. What do you think got you from where we started this conversation to where you are today? Well, I think number one is um, perseverance. And the reason I say that, I, I got to backtrack even past before I came to Mexico. This is the third iteration of me trying to do this. So this is the third agency that I've started. And it's the only one that didn't fail in the first six months. Mm -hmm. So um, perseverance is huge because there are going to be really tough times. There are going to be times where you have to make really tough decisions. Um, yeah. And during those times, it's very easy, especially it would have been very easy for me to go get a sales job because I'm, I'm a killer sales guy. And um, it would have been very easy for me to quit, bow out and, and just go work for someone else. So mm -hmm. you're going to have to have the grit and the determination to to keep going in those times. Um, then as a, like piggyback on that would be number two is sales. So you have to be as an entrepreneur, you have to be a salesperson or you have to partner with someone who can sell. Yeah. So, um, I just didn't want partners and I, that's not what I wanted. And so, um, I, you have to sell, you have to be able to sell your product. And in order to sell your product, number three is that you have to believe in your product or service. And so I knew that, um, I had the capabilities and the skill set to deliver on the things I was selling. So it made me come off even more genuine when I was selling, right? And so, and now that's only increased because now looking back, I'm a terrible web, web developer. At the time I thought I was good, yeah, yeah, but yeah. looking back, I'm terrible. And now my team is amazing. So number one is perseverance. Number two is sales, learn how to sell. And then number three is believe in the product or service that you're selling. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's, uh, that's, a, that's a big thing to have happen. Uh, well, firstly, great three perseverance, knowing how to sell and how to do that. And then of course, believing in what you're doing. Uh, you know, I, at, at Clearbrand, one of the first questions we ask clients is, you know, is your product great? Is it exceptional? You know, are you very good at what you do? Because, you know, that that's, we, we're going to have a lot of what marketing waste if, if that's if that's not the case. In terms of this, this really believing in your product you know what is it that you've that you've focused on that have really made you an expert what is the what is the piece of digital marketing what would you say is is the biggest magnet to that your clients have towards you right now our biggest magnet is our web development um we've built some crazy good websites that are built perfect for SEO for Google to rank you. Um, but we're moving away from that. So I've hired my new CTO is an absolute genius at SEO and, um, the nice, so our, our model is changing a little bit. Um, instead of just doing one-off web development projects, what we're doing is we're doing web development as a upfront um, cash infusion, which is really nice. Um, and then we sell them on a digital marketing or SEO or a package of both. Um, for monthly recurring revenue. Mm -hmm. um, and now we're getting a lot of traction um, in, in SEO. Excuse me. Um, and so, and as these other clients that we're getting, in fact, we just signed a national 
construction, commercial construction company. They do like a hundred million dollars a year, and they just signed us for a year for SEO. Um, they're not the we've had we have a few clients that paid up front for a year, and that are large clients. And as those are scaling um, and those are being successful, our SEO department is growing by far the quickest now. Okay, so so take me through the skill set that you know you've mentioned your CTO and. Uh, I'm trying to find that sweet spot uh, for our listeners of, of, of what you're going to really dig into here. So your CTO would know a lot about SEO, so we're not going to go there. You the CEO is, is, what, I've, yes. is what I read. In the, and, Correct. and your skill set then primarily now, what do you think it is that you've really leaned into that's, that's, that's catalyzing this growth? My skill set is sales. So I'm building a sales team. Um, okay. I don't. My technical skills are a lot less. I, I hire people that are much better. I know yeah, enough to break things, basically. Okay. Well, well, tell me, tell me then about sales, because I think you know every business. You know, when we work with our clients, uh, the 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 number one metric that we have is sales, right? Marketing yep. is if it's not if it's not selling at the end of the day, if you're not kind of getting that in, income back in. So how do you approach sales and, and do you have a framework? How do you, yes. how do you approach building? Uh, well, how do you approach looking at sales? And then hopefully we've got enough time to get into actually building that team because I know that that's a whole different ball game as well. So how do you approach sales? So I am a big, I can't talk about one without talking about the other and here's why. Okay. All of my sales guys um, are end-to-end -end salespeople, meaning they have to develop and cultivate their own leads and then sell mm -hmm. them. Okay? okay. And so the reason I can't talk about an entire pipeline without talking about the sales team is because every person that I hire is good at different things. So something we've had a lot of success with is uh, LinkedIn sales navigator for lead generation. Mm -hmm. But I got another guy, Aaron, who is incredible at just going out on the, on the street and talking to businesses, right? And so I don't, whatever the sales guys tell me they're strong at, that's what they do. Um, yeah. So. Now once, so we can talk about building that sales team in a second, but I just want to clarify that the lead gen comes from whatever they want to do. And then what happens once they're in the pipeline, then it becomes the same. So once mm -hmm. we take a lead from not knowing us to being an actual lead in the pipeline, right? Yep. Now we can talk about the sales process. Yeah, so, yeah, let's, let's that do that. That sounds great. Absolutely. So once they're in the sales pipeline, we've, they've had the initial meeting. So what, basically what happens, which is, has been really nice, is our sales cycle is a lot shorter than when I started this business, what I thought it would be. A lot of times we close them on the first call, even if it's for, for 20, 30 grand, um, which has been awesome. Um, so the sales pipeline is this. They get in touch somehow. There is communication um, prior to the meeting. I don't want them to go from nothing to meeting right away. There's yeah. communication. They're building rapport. They're talking a little bit about a company. We, do, we put out multiple blog articles a week. So sometimes if they think it will help, they'll send that. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll just build some rapport for about a week. Then, then the goal is to get them on a Google Meet. Once yep. they're on Google Meet, um, and some of my sales guys use Zoom, but we try to use Google Meet. Um, once you're on Google Meet, the process is, is fairly straightforward. It's, you know, because you've already built that rapport, you know what that business needs. And so we generally, our sales process generally starts selling a website. And then, and the reason we say, hey, you should buy a website from us before we talk about digital marketing, because here's, here's what happens with digital marketing, right? A lot of times the ads work. The, all the ads job is to do is get them to a landing page or get them to your yeah. website. 
yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. the website's job to convert them, right? And so a lot of times yeah. we'll go in and we'll look at their their digital marketing and they're like, oh, the your your CPC is low, you're getting lots of visitors, you're getting traction, but once they get to your website, they're coming off. That means it's not the digital marketing, it's the website. And so we, yeah. and we have guarantees in our digital marketing, positive or otherwise guarantees. And the only way we can do that is if we built the website because then we know it converts. And yeah, so, absolutely. so we get on the Google Meet and then um, we walk them through, you know, why we're good. We show them all, we have um, different slides and stuff that we show them how, um, why we're how better you work than the others. And what you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do you, do you customize that presentation to, yes. the, to the, the specific business? Um, I tell the sales guys to do that when I do them, yes. Um, but I'm, I'm very hands off and my sales team is very competitive because I pay yeah. extremely well. And so I let them do what they want. And if they, if they can't do it, then they're, they're gone. And so I don't, I am not a micromanager of salespeople or yeah. of anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. So they should be, the answer is they should be customizing that because <laughs> they should have built the rapport to know what the customer needs. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate that, that candor and like what, what we want versus what is happening is two, two different things. So, yes. um, okay. So, so then they're in that presentation, you're saying you're getting a, a high percentage of clients that are, that are closing in that meeting. I'm sure that yes. is music to the ears of, you know, marketing agencies that are listening to this or even in, you know, businesses that are looking for clients. Is there any kind of system that you've found that you've iterated upon that the results are kind of proving that you you're leaning into something that's really excellent that you could share with us it's not the system it's the offer okay. if your offer is good enough people will buy immediately if you can if, if if the offer is good enough and they believe what you're saying that the offer is yeah right so yeah. they have to have that trust which is why the rapport building is important and then the offer has to be such that they'd feel stupid not to buy yeah yeah and and in that in that offer is that you just standing on the shoulders of work that you've done, uh, no. the price points is there is there some is there some hidden juice that I'm missing here? Yes. Is it uh, cash flow it's because our, you're in Mexico or what's the? <laughs> it's the guarantees. We're the only agency that offers guarantees on every single one of our services, and they're not just guarantees. Hey, we guarantee we'll do it. It's hey, we guarantee we'll do it, and if we don't, we're going to give you your money back. And so what that looks oh, like for amazing. web design is our two, so bronze and gold package, which are our lower two, we have three packages. So the bottom two mm -hmm. are based on CMS development, WordPress, Shopify, things like that, right? And so we guarantee a 30 day build time. If we don't complete it in 30 day, you get your money back. Now there are, are caveats in the contract, like it's unlimited revisions because it's a custom website, but for that 30 days, you only get three revisions because otherwise people could game the system, right? No, I get it, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then for our platinum, which is completely custom built, could be React, Vue, Angular, could depends on what they need. Um, our team will sit down with their team, and that's a much more expensive so, uh, package. So generally, they have a dedicated team already. Um, that's because that starts at twenty-seven-five, and so mm -hmm. um, for that one, we talk to them about um, you know their needs, what they're going to have, and how long, and then we're going to figure out how long it's going to take. Then we'll give them a date. Generally, it's three to four months out. Once that date is there, then it's set in stone. If we don't complete it by that date. Same thing, they get their money back. And then well, SEO, yeah. and then we guarantee. Easy, easier to do in the SEO space, yeah. Yeah, just guarantee rankings and digital marketing, we guarantee ROAS. But we do turn away clients if we think, we, we either turn them away or we say, hey, we can't enact the guarantee with you because, it, for example, one of the most common ways we don't do a guarantee is if someone wants digital marketing from us but doesn't want to pay us for a website, they have to have a website built by us or we have yeah. to thoroughly vet their website so we know that it will sell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's, 
that that sounds like a great way to reduce friction in that in that uh, that purchase process. There's uh, there's all those guarantees in place. Okay, so I think there's 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 great value. Is there anything else you want to talk about in the sales process and your team and how you set it up there? Because well, I'm interested yes. in in kind of the greater setup of your team and you know are these all are they freelancers? Are they in house? Uh, did you go virtual assistants? Well, you know, that's the other thing. That's mm-hmm. another part that we sell on is everybody's in house. We don't contract. Yeah. We don't we don't do any VA. Um, we do have remote employees, uh, but they're all fully full, full-time employed by us. Um, yeah. And so uh, that's one we sell on. But I do want to touch on the sales team because I think sure. that that's important. Um, it's one of the things that gave me exponential growth is being able to build an effective sales team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so one of the things that I do, and this is, I don't know if you're familiar with Alex Hermosi, but this is something that he talks about and I got from him, um, is every quarter... I cut the bottom 10 to 20% um, of my sales guys. Like uh, I'm mm-hmm. still landing on a figure. I haven't, um, I have some quarters, I, and I tell them before, I say, hey, go, like going into this, this next quarter in January, so January through March, in March, mm-hmm. I tell them, hey, at the end of March, I'm, go- or, I'm gonna cut uh, the bottom 20%, and that's what they, so in March, 20% of my sales guys are gonna be let go, and it's all just based on the numbers they did that quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's the game they're in, and they know that at sign up, and and better better that they know it at sign up. You know, they kind of and, and I guess there's the there's the equivalent carrot with that stick. I'd imagine you mentioned that yes. that you do remunerate very well, uh, and that's what you got to do to attract attract great talent. How do you vet salesmen who, you know, there's this I line don't. between charisma and and <laughs> and actually delivering. You know, is is I there don't. anything that okay? I give almost everyone a shot. Because I don't. Uh, when I first started, I paid base. But what I found was I'd find I'd get when I paid base, mm-hmm. which I can do. But the problem is when I've paid base, I get people who just don't want to are not as competitive as what I'm trying to build. They're mm-hmm. they can be really good at selling SaaS software for other places, and they had a large base and all that. But it's just not the culture. I come from car sales and cell phone sales, and that's the okay. culture I want. And and as such, you know, those guys are used to earning two to four percent commission. I pay fifteen percent. And, and I tell people, listen, your quota is 100K a month. So you should be earning 15 grand a month. And if you're not within six months, you're going to be let go anyway. So all mm-hmm. my salespeople, once they've been here for six months, they're earning 15 grand or more a month. Yeah. Um, and that, so that'll get, that'll get the right people in the room. <laughs> well, and that's, and that's it. And, and so I don't vet people. I'm like, listen, here's, I don't handhold. Um, I do when you set appointments. So my, th- my whole training process is this. They set their first five appointments. Me and them are on the sales call. I'm closing. They still get their full commission. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. The second five, we're both on the phone call. They're, they're closing. I'm listening. And we're recording all these um, so yeah. we can train later. But, um, and then after that, they're on their own. And so I tell them, listen, I'll set you up with a phone line. I'll set you up with an email. But you're on your own. You got to get the leads. There's no warm leads. There's no. Uh, there's no anything. You just get the email and you get the phone and and, and go sell. And mm-hmm. um, if you can do it, you're going to make a, a ridiculous amount of money. I mean, this is something that if you're really good and you're a killer, you can you can make 500k a year or more at. And especially as because every three months I'm also upping our prices, and so that means our salespeople can earn more and more. Yeah. And so. Um, the there's a lot of opportunity here and so having that and then having the culture of i I run contests like uh today any sales that come through today they're getting a 500 bonus that's paid immediately not paid when not paid on their paycheck um Mm -hmm. 
so like there's a there's a whole bunch of things we're we're gonna do vacation um, giveaways for next year and I'm, I want to give away a Tesla as well I haven't for sure decided on that but 2023 we're for sure doing a, a vacation giveaway and I think I'm gonna do a um, a Tesla giveaway Wow well um, you, you might start hearing the phone ring on and getting that sales team <laughs> a little a little bit larger as soon as word gets out that uh, that this is how you're approaching. Uh, and, and I think it's fantastic, you know, that and there, there's such potential there for scaling. And because you're not handholding and you're attracting the right, the right kind of individuals, uh, they can go out and, and get the job done. Um, do they require any, any, any team around them to help them to do this so they can focus on what it is well, that they need to do? Or? Yeah, and, and so I have assistants who they schedule through. Mm -hmm. that work in the office like my I have my main assistant who all sales go through her or all sales meetings go through her if I'm on excuse me um, and there's so we do we do daily we do two daily meetings for sales um, okay. because I need to push them and tell them about contests and all this kind of stuff and I figure out where everyone's at and keep everyone motivated man sometimes when a new sales guy gets um uh, gets a sale, uh, I'll be like, all right, go grab a bottle of whiskey. We're both taking a shot, right? Like virtually, because all my sales guys are virtual. Like, you know, and so so I'm very much there. I'm just not handholding like, here's a lead. Now do this, this, yeah. and the right. Like, it's not like that. But I'm very much a part of the team and, and the camaraderie because how I want this team to be is like, I beat your ass. Sucks to be you, but here's how I did it, right? So I want it to be yeah. competi competitively cooperative. Yeah. And and how do you how do you ensure that that happens? You know that that you don't have a couple guys running out the front and trying to kick everyone back. So I beat you to it, but here's how I did it. Have you have you got any uh, insights and in, in how you've kind of created that culture of of very competitive, but also very we're in this together and we're all heading in the right direction. And then when when we all win, we all win more. Uh, it that's because I, of those two daily meetings I do. And I force everyone to tell everyone else about their leads. And I make it very clear if anyone steals anyone else's lead, they're going to be gone. And so, yeah. but it, it makes it, I, I, everyone who has a meeting coming up, anyone who's got a warm lead, anyone who's got a prospect coming up, they have to tell the whole group. And yeah. so, and they talk through it and they say, this is how they got them. This is where we're at. This is, you know, where in the pipeline, where in the rapport we're at. And we, so all the sales guys know what everyone else is doing. Um, and, and it's because I'm, I pay close attention and I'm, we're, I have meetings every, like twice a day with all the sales guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So you, you're sitting with, not sitting on, uh, yes. that's, uh, that's, that's an interesting kind of angle to take on it. Well, amazing, man. There's a lot of, lot of insight here, not in, not only in terms of mindset and building that business, but, you know, just focusing on the sales team and, and that being the real engine room, it sounds like uh, behind the growth and, and then kind of just giving them what they need and figuring out ways to keep feeding them with, you know, these kind of incentive programs that you've mentioned as well. Um, I'd imagine that you've, you've got a, a pretty, pretty good eye on the, the, the data here. Is there a CRM that you prefer? Is there, have, have you tried a few? Um, where have you landed in, in that in terms of keeping track of all these things? My two favorite CRMs are Close CRM and Pipedrive because my CRM is because, okay, so a lot of people want a CRM that can do the project management and the sales stuff mm. really well. And that can be great. But what I found is because we're very much tech focused, our dev team is using um, agile and scrub methodologies. And yeah. so it, the most CRMs use waterfall methodology for um, project management. And so it just doesn't work. And so the project management we use for dev is a software called Jira. And so 
the CRM that we're using for sales, it, it, the only thing it's sale, it, that we need is sales. Yeah. And so I actually find that a much simplified version of a CRM. So like I said, pipe drive and close are much better for specific, specifically only for sales than like HubSpot or Salesforce, which we've tried all of them. Right now, mm -hmm. uh, pipe drive is, is what we're using. And it's what I recommend if your main focus is sales. Um, you yeah. know, if you want to do project management and stuff, you know, Monday can be good. If you're smaller, yeah. Monday's good. I would say it goes Monday for the smallest, then HubSpot, then Salesforce. But if you're only doing it for sales, pipe drive and close are my two favorite CRMs. Well, I appreciate that. That's uh, go check them out. Um, great. Is there anything else that you want to throw into the mix here? Is there anything you feel like we, we should really dig into? There's an area of expertise that that uh, our listeners out there would, would really benefit from? Just wanna give you a kind of open-ended space to explore something if you'd like to? Well, yeah, I think there's one more thing that you have to be careful of building a sales team, is mm -hmm. that that's only part of the, in fact, that's the smallest part of the equation as far as the total client journey, right? It's the mm -hmm. shortest amount of time. And so yeah. once, if, if you build that engine, what you need to be careful of is that you have either the infrastructure in place to handle all the sales that will come or the ability to scale quickly. And so I, when I had this, I had, I know I had three other offices on the same floor. So I had the room to scale immediately. And I also had a bunch of applications to work here. And so I knew that if I built the sales team that I could, um, that I had the engine behind me to actually dev yeah. the products and fulfill those guarantees. Right. And so it's important you do that. The other thing is the handoff. So you need project managers. Um, so that way, when you go from the, the sales team, because a lot of companies will have the sales guy throughout the entire client journey in the, the organization and that's good, but it takes away from what the sales guys are good at. And so the reason they do that is because sometimes the handoff gets really ugly um, in that yeah. the sales, sales guy is trying to do what the project manager is doing and the project manager is telling the sales guys to get the hell out of here. And so having those clear boundaries and having yeah. a clear set of instructions that the, the project managers do, as soon as the yeah. client is there, we send the onboarding email, we make sure that the yeah. client knows, hey, before the sale even goes through, we say, hey, just so you're aware, as soon as you purchase, you're gonna get an email from your um, project manager as an onboarding email, they'll set up a time to meet with you and they'll take you through the rest of the process from, from this point on. And then the sales guy only comes back when we're upselling or renewing things down the road. Yeah, yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think uh, nice to nice to kind of have that bigger picture, your story, how you got to where you are, and then focusing into the sales and now zooming out into the kind of the bigger process as well. Well, thank you so much for your time. If people are interested in finding out more about you, where should they check you out? Well, on Instagram, my um, handle is just the number four kicks create, just four kicks create. And um, excuse me, um, truezenithcreative.com is my business. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn. It's pretty easy to find me. Um, yeah. But yeah, just for kicks create is my Instagram if you want to follow me directly. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a great idea. I'll definitely be checking out some of your your content and and what you what you're up to. Be sure to check out True Zenith Creative, and it's been a wonderful opportunity to to talk with you, Jack, and just wish you all the best and to the next 26 employees. And uh, <laughs> I hope you're giving away 10 Teslas in 2023. That would be amazing. Thank you, Josh. Cheers. There. Thanks for listening to the Clear Brand Academy podcast, where we take the mystery out of marketing and help you get more leads and sales with a clear brand and proven marketing tactics. If you liked this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to outsource your marketing to our team, go to clearbrand.com.